we saw last night about the Malach who came to appear to Yoshua. And we saw what the Gemara Megiddo says. The Gemara explains the story that the Malach had come to object to the fact that Taishal had made mistakes, whether it was regarding not bringing the carbon Tamid, whether it was regarding not letting Torah. And uh, being as he was the side solver, he was the general, so to speak, who was meant to be fighting on behalf of Klai Yisrael, so he came to encourage Yeshua that he needs the schusim of Klai Yisrael in order to be able to wage war. There's a second Mahalach in Chazal as well. And that, let's go back to the story of Moshe Rabbeinu after the Egerazov. And after Egerazov, the special leadership that had been until then, the leadership wherein Hashem had personally, so to speak, on his own guided Klai Yisrael. So, after Egerazov, Hashem tells Moshe he doesn't want to do that anymore. And instead of that, he wants to send the Malach to lead Klai Yisrael, and Klai Yisrael will no longer deserve that Hashem, so to speak, is leading them on his own. And Moshe Rabbeinu complains. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Hashem, we don't want the Malach. But we want that for the same leadership we had before, that HaKadosh Baruch will be the one to lead us. And uh, Moshe's twin is successful, and for the duration of Moshe Rabbeinu's life, there is no Malach who is leading Klai Yisrael. Hashem himself is the one who is leading Klai Yisrael. Right. And he says, Moshe says, If you're not going to be the one to lead us, don't, don't, don't take us away from here. So even though Hashem had originally told him, I'm going to send a Malach to go in front of you, Moshe didn't want that. And Hashem agreed. Moshem agreed, as long as Moshe was alive, it was a schus of Moshe maybe, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu led them on his own. Like I said, Moshe says this, in Parshat uh, Sazino, at the end of Moshe's career, Hashem bodod yanchenu, Hashem led them on his own. Now Moshe is no longer alive. And now the goes to Yeshua, and therefore Chazal say, that's why the Malach came back. And then the Malach came back, his lotion was, Anit Sarsva Hashem Atzo Basi. Now I've come. In other words, I was meant to come in the time of Moshe, and uh, Moshe didn't want me. I didn't come then. But now that Moshe is no longer here, now I've come instead. And that's the Pshat that Rashi brings here. We made Moshe Rabbah Basi below Chofetzbi. He didn't want me. This is Melchumah. And therefore he says, Atta Basi, now I've come. I've come to lead you. And Yeshua wasn't the level of Moshe. Yeshua was very happy to have the Malach. Um, so to speak, to guide them. And therefore, he, Yeshua falls on his face and he says, I'm going to accept direction from you. Tell me what to do. Okay, so then the Malach's appearance wasn't to, to threaten Yeshua or to warn him that something he had done wrong. It was more to, now they're back to fact. So he came to make himself known that this is Lanhag, it's, it's going to work through a Malach. Now the MS is. This is the Tanchum, it's a Chazal, Rashi brings it here, he brings it to the Torah as well. But it needs a bit of an explanation. What's the difference between Hashem guiding us, or Hashem leading us through a Malach? But at the end of the day, Hashem is responsible for Klai Yisrael. And Yisrael was a Novi, Hashem spoke to him. So what was the difference of the Hanhoga of Hashem leading, so to speak, on his own, like he did in Moshe Rabbeinu's lifetime? Or Hashem leading us through the agency of a Malach? 
which is what happened over here. The Malach came, so to speak, and he's the Saratzava. He's the general who's going to go in front of Kaishal. At the end of the day, Hashem's in charge, and Hashem's the director what happens to Kaishal. Doesn't say one thing in the Right. So the first point is like this. The, 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 there's two differences. There's two differences. The first difference is the level that Klayashal needs to be on. In order to be Zaychet to a direct and Hogger from Hashem, they need to be on a high level. And when, therefore, by the Chet Egel, when Klayashal lost their level, Hashem responded by saying, I'm not going to leave you myself, I'm going to send you a Malach instead. On the one hand, uh, it's, there's more of a Midas Tadin if the Malach is leaving them, because as the Apostolic says, the Malach isn't entitled, so to speak, to grant forgiveness. Only Hashem, only Hashem can forgive. It's like today. Like there's something called the presidential pardon that only goes to the top. Not any official along the way can pardon them something wrong. So Hashem says, if he goes with us, then there's a musuk of slicha, there's a musuk of forgiveness. The Malach isn't entitled to do that. But on the other hand, a person, in order to be led directly by Hashem, Christ will need a high level. And therefore, in the time of Moshe, they were on that high level, maybe Bishchus Moshe, maybe Bishchus Moshe himself, and they, therefore the Malach wasn't there to lead them. Whereas when Christ was on that level that they deserved the direct Hanhogah, Hashem was still leading them. But instead of leading them directly, it was through uh, uh, the fault, if you want, of a Malach, which like, kind of lessened the amount of uh, Kedusha, because it wasn't the same intensity, the same level that they had before. That's the one. This also makes a difference to the level of Nebuah. When Hashem speaks to a Navi, so there's also a difference between, like the Raman points out, between Hashem speaking and the Navi hearing Hashem speak, or the Navi hearing Hashem speak via a Malach. Hashem sends the Malach as a messenger to the Navi to tell the Navi what he said. So we find those Navi who heard Hashem speak. And we had those Nevi'im who said that Hashem sent a Navi, a Malach, to the Navi to tell him what to say. To, 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 to tell him what to, to say. So he's, it's also a Nevi'im. He's getting an instruction from Hashem. But because he's on a lower level, it doesn't come directly from Hashem. It comes to the agency of a Malach. For example, the later Nevi'im we find this a lot. The Navi Zechariah, for example, he says, I heard the Malach who was speaking to me. Same thing Daniel was one of the later Nevi'im. He says, I looked up and I saw the Malach, and the Malach told me. So it was a message from Hashem. Right? The Malach, for example, going back to Zechariah for a second, Zed var Hashem al This is where Hashem is giving a message. But the message wasn't heard from Hashem. The message was heard via the Malach. The Malach had to transfer the message from Hashem. So it's the same thing when it comes to leadership, to guidance. There's a difference between Hashem guiding us directly, and for that we need to be on a high level, or Hashem guiding us, but through the agency of a Malach, and we're on the same level. Like the power of mind, the Yes, right. If one wants to put the two shouting together, it could be that that's why the Malach came. They're just telling you, sure, for what I came because I'm now leading you. And he was pointing out to show what they had done wrong. Whether it was not bringing the Tommy, not learning Torah, whatever it was. And there was the... They had fallen from the, the, the level that they were meant to be on. Obviously, we're not talking about the same severity of the chet like there was in the midbar. But it was an indication that Kilo, Klaishal weren't doing exactly what was expected of them. And that's why there was two reasons which are both true for the revelation of this Malach. The one to warn Klaishal about what they had done wrong. And the other one that they understood this was the Anhog, that the Malach would be the one who would be 
so to speak, the intermediary between them and Hashem would be leading them into battle. Now, the next point is the last passage we saw with the saw. When Yeshua asks the, the Malach, what's your message? The Malach answers him, Take off your shoes. The, the place he's standing on is holy, and that's what Yeshua does. And like we said, that's the end of the message. So what was, the, what was he trying to tell him? Now, it's an interesting thing because there's a very clear comparison between the story of this Malach talking to Yeshua and Moshe's first prophecy in the sixth parasha when he, got at the, when he came to the burning bush. And the same thing happened over there. Right? Also there, it says, it's interesting, that Hashem saw Kisar Leros and Hashem told him the same message. He said, Take off your shoes. The place is staring on his Kodesh. So, what's the significance of that? There are those Mephoshim who explain that the Makum, which is Kodesh, by Moshe Rabbeinu, was talking about Harsina. That's the place where he was. And therefore, since it was the place which was going to be the place where the Torah would be given, Hashem was telling him, this is the holy place. And the way to show the respect for a holy place is not to stand with Shizim, to stand barefoot. That was one Mahalik. A lot of the Foshim argue with that. Because they learn that Harsinai only became Kaddish when the Shekhinah rested on it in order to give the Torah. It wasn't Kaddish before that. It wasn't Kaddish after that. It wasn't like, let's say, Yishalayim, which once is Kaddish, Harabais, it's Kaddish forever. It was, in the duration of the Matan Torah, the Shekhinah rested on Harsinai, it made it Kaddish, but it wasn't Kaddish eternally. If that's the case, what's the Pshat in the Pasuk? So a lot of the Foshim, the Kliyakar, the Malbim, uh, the Nutziv, Rabbeinu B'chayi, and others all explain it the same way. It's interesting they don't quote each other, but they all say the same Yisod. And they explain a principle which we spoke about once before in the Nevishachayim Shir, when we spoke about the fact that a person's body is like the shoe for his Neshama. We spoke that, of course, a person's Neshama is inside his body, but there's no way that the body can contain the full level, the full greatness of the neshama. It's only the very lowest element of the neshama which comes into a person's body. Everything above that and beyond that is much higher and is above the person. Just like a person is inside his shoe, but we don't say the whole person is inside his shoe. The very lowest point is foot inside his shoe. So the shoe is full. The person is inside it. But it's not the whole person. And in a similar sense, Chazal, the Zara says that when we talk about the neshama in the body, it's the, it's the foot of the Nisham in the body. The body is acting like a shoe. Now, therefore, all these Mufashim explain the same thing. And they say the level that what, what was being told both to Moshe Rabbeinu in his first prophecy when he got at the burning bush and to Yeshua here with his first encounter with the Malach, Shal Na'al Chomerag Lecho is you have to separate yourself from your body. Which means that's considered the shoe. It's not talking about physically, they take off your shoes. It's talking in a figurative sense. And they all bring the same, the same Yusuf. And they say what they're saying is in order to be Zeichet to ongoing Nebuah, a person has to, so, so to speak, detach himself from his connection to his body, and then he's able to uh, achieve a higher level of Ruchlis. And therefore, that would be the first level, lesson, according to all these Mufarishim, the Malbim, like I said, the Yaakov, the Nitziv, they all say that the, that was the first lesson in Nebuah. That the Malach said, I want to, I'm coming to lead you, but then you have to be on the level that I can communicate with you. And if that means, what does it mean in order for a person to be zeichet to that? So, like we said before, 
Right? We have a, we, it's not a secret to us. We know exactly what it means. We have a Mercedes Yisharim. We have a, a guide, a map, a guide, path of what brings to Ruach HaKodesh or in the times of when Nevoah, what brings to Nevoah. So a person has to detach himself from that physicality. Whether it's the Hiris, the Hiris, the Kiyos, Prishos, Tyra, whatever it's going to be, to get to that level that a person deserves, so to speak, to be able to communicate with the non-physical Mitzis, with the Malach. And that's what the Malach telling him. I want you to work on that level. Obviously, Yeshua was already a Navi. Right? It wasn't that this is the first time you got to the Hashem still spoke to him before. But, just like by Moshe Rabbeinu, we find that there was a constancy of the world. Moshe to the extreme degree. He had to, Hashem spoke to him at any given time. So the Navi, was, the Malach was telling Yeshua the same thing. That you have to be on that level that you're available for the world, that, that, so to speak, the, Navi can, the Malach can communicate with you. That's the... That's a simple chat. That would make sense. That's what that, that, that was the message that the Malach came to tell him. That, 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 that was, so to speak, the Malach's introduction. That I want to communicate with you. I'm going to lead you into all your battles, but then you have to be ready. You have to be on the level that the Malach can talk to you. Okay. But yes, it sure came. That's what, that was his, uh, that was what, your sure's preparation. Maybe that's why... I'm going to say 100%. I was going to say that also. Right. We find by Ramavino, ready that you said. That before the bris miller, when Hashem spoke to him, a yipar al he fell on his face. And after, and Rashi points out there from the midrash rabbi that the reason why Avram fell when he heard the shechina is he wasn't on the level to, so to speak, hear the shechina and and maintain a standing position, whatever it was. Why? Because he wasn't on the level that, so to speak, his body wouldn't was wasn't strong enough to hold the shechina. That's why he collapsed. Right after the bris, when the person Avram came to a higher level. Of physical perfection, then he was able to hear. He was able to sit and hear Hashem speak when Hashem came to visit him. And it's a similar idea here that the first time that Yeshua hears the Malach, he falls on his face, and uh, only and that's what the Malach's message to him is. The Malach's message to him is you have to elevate yourself more, and then you'll be able to speak to Malach without that. That's one shot. There's a second shot also, which is brought in the Rabbana and the Torah. And that is it's not in the figurative sense that like we spoke about that the man's message was elevate yourself, detach from your shoe, which means your physical side. There was he was saying physically, take off your shoes. And what was the point of telling him that? So just like he explains by when Hashem told Moshe by the by Harsinai, by the snare, when he saw the bush, then Hashem gives the same message. Take off your shoes because the the place he's staying is in Admas Kodesh. So he explains what makes something into Admas Kodesh, into Makam Kodesh. What makes something into Makam Kodesh is the fact that the Shekhinah is there. And some places the Shekhinah is always there, like after Basim Hinesh was built. Gemara tells us the Shekhinah never left the Harabais. So the, so the place retains its Kodesh. And some places the Shekhinah was there temporarily. So while the Shekhinah was there, it was Kodesh, such as Harsinai. And after the Shekhinah left, and it wasn't there, it didn't, the Kodesh didn't remain. Right. Now, therefore, the, when Moshe came to see the burning bush, right, before he understood, this was Hashem speaking to him, he saw this unusual sight. Like the Torah tells us, Moshe when he says, I see there's something strange happening. The bush is burning, it's not getting consumed. So he went to see, So Hashem saw he went to see, now Hashem introduces himself. And the introduction is, this is the Gilu in the is here. And therefore, the reaction to the fact that the Shechin is here, is when the Shekhinah comes down to a certain place, it makes the place Kodesh. Just like the Shekhinah, we're going to talk about this in Nefesh also, if the Shekhinah rests on a person, 
that person becomes Kaddish. He's now, so to speak, a place where the Shekhinah can rest on. Just like a Kaddish, just like the Beis HaMikdash. Someone who becomes a, a place which can hold the Shekhinah, that's Makadashim. That sanctifies him. And if that's the case, a place where the Shekhinah comes to, the place becomes Kaddish. And this is now a place which can hold the Shekhinah. And therefore, Moshe's initial lesson was, this is, that what you're seeing in the fire is the Shekhinah. Therefore, the place is Kaddish. Take off your shoes. And Yeshua was being told the same thing. He, like we said before, he didn't know what the Malach was. And the Malach tells him, I'm, this is a Giri Shekhinah, I'm coming as a side Tzav of Hashem, and if that's the case, a place where the Shekhinah is, the Mokham Kaddish. Take off your shoes. That's the, just like in the Basin Mingus, the person had to take off his shoes. In the place which is the Mokham Kaddish, that's the respect for the place which is able to hold the Shekhinah. Now, there's a, this is a, there's a Chiddush over here. Because when we're talking about the Beis HaMikdosh, we're talking about Harsinai, then we say it's like Baruch The, the Shekhinah came down, and the Shekhinah spoke to Moshe, or the Shekhinah came down to the Beis HaMikdosh. And we understand, that level can sanctify the place, so to speak, which is able, which is Zoycha, to, to hold, to be the place which can accept, receive the Shekhinah. But here we see a Chiddush, because here we're talking about a Malach. But it's the Sarat Sava of Hashem, maybe. But it was a Malach. And the fact that even the, a place which can hold, so to speak, a malach is also Kaddish, that's a big Kaddish. We haven't seen it before. So that's what we see over here, according to the Malach, that the malach also tells him that the Mokram HaShat of Kaddish, the place he's standing on is Kaddish because it's a, seeing a malach is to some level a gili of Ruchnis as well, and that's also Makadish the Mokram. And remember, that's what Yeshua does. Now, according to that, according to that, that was just the Haktama. That was just the Haktama. Right? What was the, what did the Malach come to do? By, by Harsina, there was a part two. The first step was take off your shoes, because it's a Mokum Kaddish, and then Hashem gave him a message. And then I'm going to send you to take the Jews out of I want you to go be the Shlech. If Over here, the same thing. There had to be a message. The introduction, so to speak, would be, this is a Gideon Shechina, take off your shoes, because the Mokum Kaddish. What was the message? What was the message? So here we have to explain what the Gemara said before. The Gemara said before. And that is, the message was that the Malach said, I'm the one who's coming to guide you. Right? That, uh, and therefore, so to speak, you're now going to be, the, you, we're now going to, so to speak, communicate and how to, how to run each battle because, just like Hashem told Moshe, we're going to, I'm, going, I'm appointing you to be the one to take you to the Nehemiah Mitzrayim and I'm going to lead you to do that. So here you should have already been appointed to be the leader, but the Malach was coming to say, I'm going to be the one who's going to guide you and tell you what to do and see you into battle. Okay. So if you see me, then you know that. That's, that's or that you want to be able to, there will be the ongoing ability to communicate with him. Right. Is it always like that? No. Right. Right. Introduce himself. I told Bosley, I've now come. This is what I'm here for. They're about to go to fight. One last point. It wasn't always like that. Most times when a novice saw a malach, it wasn't the malach was standing on the ground. Right. For example, I'm just contrasting. When Daniel saw a malach, he saw him standing in the sky. Or other times they heard Malachim. They didn't see a Malach standing on the ground. This Muslim of it makes the Malachim an Admas Kodesh is only when, so to speak, there's something Kodesh can rest on the ground. That's Makadish the area where it is. Whereas if the Malach had been in Shemaim, it wouldn't be Makadish the ground, necessarily. And that's the, what was unique about this particular case. But you sure saw the Malach standing on the ground. And he made it, as he said, it's an Admas Kodesh. It's something which is Makadish the place where it is. So, so that was the introduction before the battle, that Yeshua gets shown, so to speak, the Malach is going to guide him, 
the Malach comes either to introduce himself or to Mechazak Yeshua, what he needs to do to, as, as far as Yeshua, Kaisho has his chosen to go to battle. And now at this stage, and as we're going to see in the next parrot, Kaisho are, are, so to speak, ready to start the first battle against Yerichai.